So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock. Bringing your inner life to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this Tuesday edition of Everyday Connection. I am, once again, Rico Shields. And just here to my left, a little ways, we have Jane Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jane? I'm good. How are you, Rick? I'm good. I see it warmed up up there for you. It's all the way up to zero or something. Yeah, it's supposed to be like 10 degrees tomorrow or something crazy like that. I don't know what's going on with... um, Quebec January heat wave. Well, yeah, but this is not the first one, see, and it wouldn't, I mean, usually if you get, you get one a winter, then it's, you know, everybody knows eventually at some point in the winter you're going to get an Indian summer. That's to be expected, you know, like we totally expect that. But this has been like a week of super cold, like minus 20, and then a week of like plus temperatures, and then another week of super cold, and then a week of plus temperatures. It's been a very winter. So the the, the the overall January average temperature is probably going to be the same as it ever was, but that's not been the rea- reality. Global weirding. No, I don't think so. I don't think so, bud, because usually January and February, I mean, minus 20 is not that strange a temperature for us. Like, honestly, it's not that unusual. Um, but, you know, nine degrees in the middle of January is definitely, definitely weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, uh, yeah, the, I mean, I, but what, I'm not complaining. What folks I, may not know is we were talking, uh, I guess, a week ago or so when it was really, really cold, and you were having a hard time with the cold. And Yeah, well. It's, so George brought warm, and here, warm. Yeah, well, I mean, I, my body is not overly fond of cold weather. No, me neither. Um, Improving, I gotta say, slowly but surely, it is improving. But um, yeah, no, it, I, I'm excited about the warm weather. Always excited have, when the weather warms up. I have to say that your overall uh, mood, um, attitude, emotional state for January has been outstanding. You must be doing something. Yeah, well, um. I'm not really eating any differently. I'm not. Uh, I'm. So, I'm eating a lot, but um, oh, I am taking sea veg. That might have something to do with it. Oh, the sea veg thing again. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we won't and be so on our soapbox too long tonight, but no, we won't. Interesting story though. Um, strange old man, you know, mountain living out in the country. (laughs) 
you meet the strangest people. Um, strange old man came to her down my driveway today. Apparently, he's house sitting for uh, one of the local houses, and he's from Montreal, and he comes down three weeks in at, in January every year to house sit for his friends and brings with him his dog and comes to sit for the other guy's dogs while the guy goes to wherever warm place he goes to. Um, and dude's a real outdoorsy type of guy and really loves dogs, and my dogs, you know, they're out, and they don't, they're not on the leash, Y'all so of course they make him... What? I think she's speaking to folks in the house. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Oh, what's happening? Anyway, so this guy comes up and he wants to take my dog tomorrow when he goes a bush. Apparently, he goes out for about three or four hours every day and wants to take the young one out with him because she's she always goes to greet him when he's walking back from being in in the bush. Um, and he was commenting on their coats. And he wanted to know what I was feeding them. Aha. Uh-huh. No, what 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 do you feed your dog? What do you feed your dog? Why is your coat good? so? Like, yeah, because he said you must really take good care of them. Like their food must be really expensive, and you know, I'm just like, um, well, yes, it's gluten free food, so it's not cheap food, but it's not the most expensive food on the market. But I'm telling you, since they started taking that sea veg for pets, they're um. Coats have this sheen to them. Like it, even the old nine-year-old shepherd. Yeah. Which is incredible because he came to us with open sores and psoriasis and all this, and you know, bunged up hips, and um, now he's got this crazy sheen on his coat. So, not only does it work for humans, but holy crap, has it made a difference in how my dogs are looking and feeling and acting? Oh, that, I, I don't know. I, I'm little still, Molly over here I'm pestered wait, me. Probably. I'm waiting for the crash. <laughs> I know you are. I know the skeptic in you is waiting to see. But uh, I'm waiting for the crash. Molly um, pestered me a good half hour last night. It was um, it was like bedtime. I kept telling her, "Go get in the bed. It's time for bed." And then it suddenly struck me that she hadn't eaten, and and uh, and I said, "Oh, you want food?" And she got vocal about it. <laughs> and I went in and made her food and put the sea veg and she ate her food came in and looked at me and snorted and then went and got in the bed and um, uh, my friend Jennifer was over here helping me out and, and put food down for Molly and she put down just her food because she didn't know about the sea veg yet and uh, she said Molly walked over to the bowl sniffed it and then just sat down right next to the bowl and stared at her <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't eat it without sea veg. It's weird. It's weird. But like I said, I'm waiting for the crash. Today is day, let me see, I'll count. Day 15, I believe. Day 16. No, we're on day 16 today. And um, as any good fibromyalgia patient would do, I am waiting for uh, for depression day. Well, because but, that has been the story of fibromyalgia and, and, and the story in your Travels with fibromyalgia for many a year now, particularly yeah, in the winter. Always crash, always crash, especially in the winter. Um, sometime in the summer months, you can go a week and, and feel good for a week, but God help you if you have a rainy day and the sun goes away for you know twenty four hours because you're gonna crash. Um, it hasn't come yet though. So sixteen and, and days is a pretty good run in the middle of January. Sixteen days is a good run. 
especially in the middle of winter. Um, my mood has remained up for the most part. I've had a couple tired days, but then I have pushed my body a lot further and harder in the last two weeks than I have ever pushed it in the winter before. So yeah, I, I don't know what to tell. I don't know what to tell people other than you know what, just. Get off your butts and go try it for yourselves because... I know that if you caught the episode with Scott Kennedy, (laughs) bless his heart, his heart's in the right place. I can just feel it now. But when he was first going to be coming on the show, and and, and then he was first starting to talk on the show, I was like, wow, this is like really a little over the top, you know? And uh, almost like super salesman stuff, but I, I fully get it now. And and of course his started with saving his mother's life from MS, and and that would make a believer out of someone. But uh, um, I'm a well, believer so far, and I'm out almost. I'm out three weeks now. I get now why he sends people free samples because honestly, honestly, why would you believe the claims unless you actually tried it for yourself? Because the claims are so far over the top. Here I am, a fibromyalgia patient who's got two herniated discs, you know, a fracture in the spine. It's the dead of winter. It's minus 21 degrees. And I'm walking to the to the mailbox at the end of the road to get the mail. And, you know, anybody who's fibromyalgia or a neuromuscular disorder or has back problems. Or anybody that knows you. Going, who would be sitting at home going, bullshit. Bullshit. How many morphine did she take before she left the house? Yeah, there's no way that some capsules of seaweed did that for you. I, I, but I, I don't have any pain pills in this house. I have friends I don't, the same way. And, my daughter and, has Tylenol, but I don't think that counts for much. And I don't. I haven't taken any pain medication. I haven't taken any cold medication since I started taking the sea veg. Um, I, and I, I don't know what to tell people other than try, you know, I, I, I don't want to sound controversial. But in, a, in, a, in a Ziploc baggie, it. and then she started calling me every day for like four days going, did that new order of sea veg come in yet? Is the sea veg here? Is the sea veg here? Is it? And, and I was, wow. She's never done that about anything that I'm aware of. And it's not just for older people, I'm telling you, because my friend um, from the hotel that I used to work at, I gave her a week's supply. And within three days, she's only 21. She's perfectly healthy. Well, Western society version so of healthy. Uh, so it would seem. And she said that the difference was like night and day. And she didn't change anything other than adding sea veg to her diet. So I, what do you say? I mean, it works. Well, it works for me. I don't know. Try it. See if it works for you. That's all I'm... That's all we're saying, and and we uh, have arranged. Actually, Scott offered to give us our very own um, coupon code for you guys. Um, so you don't have to click any special links or go to our website first or do any kind of getting tracked or anything. Just go to pharmacy. That's farm, like a farm. A C F A R M A S E A dot com, and uh, Put some sea veg in your shopping cart. Put more than one if you like. They've got some great buy buy one, get one, buy two, get one specials. Then um, use coupon code ECFAMILY because you're part of our Everyday Connection family. And you will get 15% off your entire order. And uh, 
And I know it's because he knows, you know, it's like you said, he why he has sent free samples to, to us is because he knows how good it if is. If I if I could afford to buy it for everybody in my family who I know has had challenges with health, I would. I would start buying it, wrapping it up and sending it today. Because I I'm a believer and I'm the ultimate skeptic. I really am. I don't believe in I don't believe anything works. I've been through so many freaking treatments and everything works for a little while and then everything goes to shit again. And that's, that's been my experience and my journey with illness because fibromyalgia is not a fun disorder to play with. Um, but And I can attest to several of those where some of them have been my ideas and she's like, yeah, I tried that three years ago. And and some of them have been ideas people have given her, and I've heard her get excited about it. And then within a week, she's like, yeah, forget it. And 16 days, I've not heard you go on about anything for 16 days. That's right. So, I mean, and and I seem to be getting stronger. So that's, you know, that's really kind of got me on a, now I'm waiting to see what happens. Because if I'm getting stronger, then. And Scott said. When we called and said how much how good we felt after three days, he said, "Well, you got more to come." And yeah, I again, said, I thought he was over when the I, top. When I spoke to him, he said, "Wait, you feel good now? Wait, wait for your third month." So um, I, I don't expect this journey to end anytime soon. In the meantime, while I'm enjoying this very natural high, because what could be more natural than freaking seaweed? Um, Again, I say, you know, if you have health issues and you've tried everything and nothing works for you, I get that. I've done it. I've been there. I've lived it. Um, you, just try this one more thing. And you know what? If it doesn't work for you, go ahead, call in, call me a liar. It's yeah, totally please cool. do. Please do. And and do know that Scott gives everybody a 90-day full, no questions asked, money-back guarantee. So you got 90 days to decide. And yeah. it didn't take us a week. And I'm going on three weeks and or a little more than three weeks and I'm still start I'm starting to sound like Scott. And, <laughs> and, yeah, I, and, I do. I'm like the female version of Scott, which is really funny because I, I thought he was totally over the top. Um yeah, yeah. but you know, it is what it is. I'm taking nine a day and um my whole family's on it. And we promise to keep y'all updated. And, uh, Absolutely. If I have a crash, I promise I will tell you. I'm not going to hide shit from you just because I've been saying this is a great product and it's working. If it turns out that it doesn't keep working, I will let you know because I, I'm i the first one to – I don't want people who are suffering with chronic pain. Um, I, I hate it when their hopes are, are crushed because it's hard enough to live with that. And then on top of it, to have that hope and then to have it dissolve suddenly because something that you really believed in failed you. Um, the emotional ups and downs are, you know, they're not needed on top of chronic pain and despair. So I will be always be honest with you about this because I get it. I do get it. Um, and I can't promise anything more than that other than that. You know, we always say don't believe a damn thing we say on the show. <laughs> find yeah, out for yourself. Find out for yourself. So I'm but, really uh, urging you to, find, in this case, find out for yourselves. And, and yeah, take and that one more shot. we don't do that when it, yeah. And, yeah, we, even things that we we believe 
our guests, and we don't have people on that we think are charlatans, but uh, but we don't go on episode after episode, 15-minute unpaid testimonials testing the patience of our guests as they wait to come on the air. Um, and um, But if anybody is out there listening and this saves one person from chronic pain and disability and despair and gives them back their life, then it's worth pissing off every guest we have for the next year. Yeah. And and, and me, that's the cool it, thing is our guests it, all tend to agree with that. So we, yeah. we're, we're all good. <laughs> they, they do with that. Absolutely. We have the most awesome guests on the show. <laughs> and then they write us back after the show and go, now what's that coupon code for that stuff? i got to have this stuff. Um, <laughs> So speaking of guests, we should introduce our guests for tonight. And um, We should, and we'll we appreciate the, the uh, time and patience on the part of our guests and our, our uh, audience and, and all of our podcast listeners, the hundreds of you, the more than a thousand of you that there are. Bless your hearts. Um, we have with us tonight Christy Lynn Abram, uh, whose short tag title is Holistic Muse. Uh, she's a, a healer. She's a wordsmith. She's an artist. She's... She's a people, and you know how we tell you all the time how people are awesome, and this is a really awesome one. So uh, let's welcome to the show Miss Christy Lynn Abram. Welcome, Christy. How are you? I'm great. Hi, how are you guys doing? Excellent. Fantastic. I want to make sure you hear me. I want to apologize for the noise. My my daughter was cooking dinner, and I didn't know I needed to push mute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> usually in the tradition of blog talk, we have people muted, but we don't do that here. We just all here together. It, it added a little humor oh. to the beginning of the show. We always appreciate. No worries. No worries. Right. We get the dog occasionally from Canada too. I, oh yeah, my dogs are my dogs are mouthy, mouthy, mouthy animals. So um, yeah, I mean, if you're not the first, you won't be the last. <laughs> they're expressive. Be nice. Oh, no, they're mouthy. Uh, <laughs> so, sweetie, um, <laughs> who on earth are you, and what do you do? Who on earth am I? You know, I'm still figuring that part out, <laughs> who on earth I am. Um, what do I do? Uh, I'm a muse. I'm a healer. I help people transition and, you know, seek their, their soul, learn who they are. Um, I guess the simple answer to that is I'm just me. <laughs> That's a simple answer. But I, I've been doing this work for some years now, and it's the most rewarding thing that I've ever done in my life. Um, I, of course, having my children, but it's one of the re- most rewarding things that I've ever done to be able to help people uh, transition from the same crap that I went through, you know, which is what got me to this point. So, you know, I would absolutely say that who I am and what I do. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hazard a guess that uh, life was not always a bowl of cherries, and uh, that you've been in the trenches yourself, and you've been through your your shit. So, pardon my language, but that's probably the truth. Um, life's a bowl so of what, cherries. How come I'm always in the pit? <laughs> exactly. So, what what was the turning point for you? There's always a turning point, you know, that we. Something happens. It kind of either wakes us up or shakes us up or 
Um, what was your turning point? What turned you around? And do you want to share a little bit of your journey with you with us, so that you know others out there know Absolutely. you're not alone? <laughs> sure. Well, you know, um, I come from a very, very um, tumultuous background with my family members. I was um, pretty displaced as a as a child, kind of living here and there. And um, my mother, she wasn't like an addict or on drugs or anything. She was just doing her. And, and that's as simple as I can put it. Uh, my father didn't really know him. So um, as I grew up, I was just I don't know. I was just like the orphan kid. <laughs> I, was, I was everywhere. I was at my grandmother's. I was at my aunt's. I was at my cousin's. I was everywhere. And um, after a while, that type of lifestyle and feeling just enfranchised put me in a place of depression. And it started probably when I was around 14 years old. So, you know, after years and years of just poor health and, you know, I had children in between and, um, I, I just didn't have anything positive, it seemed, going on in my life. And, you know, to add or to put on all of that, you know, that pile of stuff, I had this, this back and forth that I had going on with my mother that just absolutely seemed that she just despised me for whatever reason. And, you know, before I looked up, it was like 15 years later. And I was just kind of like, okay, well, you know, like, where did my life go? You know, I'm looking in the mirror at myself. I'm probably like 40, 50 pounds, you know, heavier. I got, you know, my, my skin is bad. I mean, I just looked rough. My children were pretty much my caregivers at this point. And, you know, I, I think that was the point that just kind of made me say, you know what, something's going to have to change. Something's absolutely going to have to change. Um, my, You know, it, it was just sad to kind of step outside of my body and look at my situation and look at myself and what I had created for over all these years. And, you know, that was it. That was it. I mean, and, and it wasn't a smooth transition. <laughs> I don't want to give the illusion never. that I just popped up. Right? I don't want to give the illusion that I just popped up and it was just like, I'm cured. No, it took even years <laughs> after that to get to the point where things kind of started to make sense. Um, but, you know, overall, it was just the sheer want to live for my children, the sheer want to be a better parent than my mother and my father was. And, you know, I wanted to be able to, you know, support my children and be healthy, and I didn't want them to feel like they needed to take care of me. So, yeah, pretty much that was that was my turning point. All right, so you wake up and you realize this is not what I want for the rest of my life. And, you know, anybody who's been in that situation, whether it's from uh, chronic illness, depression, which, by the way, is is an illness. It's a legitimate illness, and I will not tolerate anybody saying otherwise. Um, Depression or or just having life beat you down. Um, How do you turn it around? I mean, it's great to say, all right, today I'm going to get up instead of staying on the couch. But once you get up, where do you go? So, you know, what? where did you go from there once you finally realized that this is not, this is not how I want to live my life? What steps did you take to start making those changes? Because it's not easy to do that, especially when you've decided on your own. Well, you have to decide on your own, but when, you know, it doesn't sound like any miracle just randomly happened to to open your heart and make you go, ah, 
Aha! Ah, there is love in the world. I'm going to follow that. Um, <laughs> it sounds like you decided that you wanted to have a better life. <laughs> and so you had to find an answer to provide that for yourself. So we're, you know. Right. Well, you know, the first thing that I did, it's like I, I was on a quest. So, you know, I, I was seeking out as much information as, as I could. I, I looked at alternative um, things to kind of help me get over this depression thing without having to take a whole slew of medication, which is what I had been taking over so many years that had in turn made me sicker. So I started to look at different therapies that I can do. I got also got um, a more spiritually grounded. Initially, it started with going to church. Now, this could, you know, very well work for someone else. But it didn't work for me. I kind of tended to be, and I am, a more of a universal type of person. So um, I would say one of the things that really did it for me is when I watched um, I watched The Secret one day. And I don't know how many people out there have actually watched that, that documentary, but I watched it and I started to learn about the law of attraction and um, some of the other spiritual practices that you can do to kind of um, – you know, eliminate some of the negative talk that you do with yourself. So it, it was that, and I started to get into energy work. Um, initially, it was someone doing it on me because I had gotten really sick one day with the flu. And um, he came over, and he did this, this energy treatment on me. And I was like, you know, I felt so much better the next day because I was, like, really, really sick the day before. And I was just kind of like, hmm, what is this? So I started to practice energy work um, and this is over a period of maybe two three four years these are things that I started to do diligently but I guess the thing that kind of got me out of it was the fact that I was consistent I was constantly trying something new I was constantly being led by spirit and I listened I listened I I never stopped looking and you know the energy work was just kind of like the segue once I did that then I said, you know what, I'm going to go to do massage school, <laughs> school, which opened up a whole lot, a whole lot of other uh, various um, healing practices or modalities that I got into, like reflexology and you know different things like that. So, I mean, over this over this period of time, it's just like I practice all of the stuff that made me feel good. Uh, you know, I literally love myself healthy, literally. That's why I named my business Love Yourself Healthy. I talked to myself. If I felt like crying, I did. If I wanted to do affirmations, I absolutely do. There was a point of time on my mirror I had probably 15 affirmations all over my house. They were everywhere I, I looked. You know, they were there. I surrounded myself with people who were positive. You know, I just pretty so much, you... like I said, I literally love myself healthy. So when you when you talk about loving yourself healthy, it sounds to me like loving yourself healthy does not seem to follow one modality. In fact, you nope. sought out anything and everything that made you feel better, and you did that. And if it yes. didn't work for you anymore, you did something new. And you don't seem yes. to have a problem with bouncing from from method to method, whatever works. That is awesome. Yes. Because too Thank often, you. you know, Thank people, you. well, no, because too often people try one thing and it doesn't work. So they try another thing and it doesn't work or it starts to work and then it doesn't work. It, it only takes you to a certain level and then it, it stops. You know, you only get so 
so much improvement. And then you you stop. And people tend to stop searching. And and that to me is, you know, that's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. in my experience yeah. through my journey, it was never one answer. It's been, you know, this is going to take me this far and this is going to take me that far and that's going to teach me this. And But it's been a whole bunch of different. Kind of like pulling on a thread and sometimes the thread changes colors, but you just got to keep pulling. Yeah. 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 It, well, it, it was. Cool. It was absolutely trying everything, and, and you know, like you said, I mean, it was if this thing didn't work anymore, I, I didn't give up. And there were times where I got discouraged, and there were times that you know I was just going through some shit, and 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 it just seemed like nothing was going right. That you know, my diligence made me get up because at the same, at the end of the day, I had these three little kids I was looking at, and I was just like, I can't see you know allowing you guys or you know even. It, not giving you the tools to succeed in life. I can't see it. Not giving you the tools to love yourself. And in order for me to do that, I need to be the example. I have to be exactly what I'm trying to make you be. And I wasn't being that at the time. You know, and you, was, and you weren't really given those relationships. That you weren't really given those yourself. So you had to go out and find them. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And that, and that thing about it is like, you know, when, one of the things I found when I was reading books, so I was reading all these self-help books, Louise Hay and Wayne Dyer and all these people that I absolutely love. And, you know, there was these other books that I was reading. And it's like the way that they would talk about their their book, like it was like it was in past tense. You know, like they had already achieved this magnificent amount of growth and they were they they arrived. And I was just kind of like, what? You know, so like this is where I want to be. And after a while, it's, it was like I was chasing something that it wasn't there. You know, I, I felt it. It was like I was in, I was a rat or a, my, a mice in one of those little wheel things. That's <laughs> what I felt like. And, you know, I realized that growth is something that you're going to be doing until the rest, for the rest of your life. We're always changing. We get old. We go through all these changes and all these mini deaths and all these mini, all these revivals in our life. And that's what makes the growth come about. And that's what makes us who we are. And so now those are the you, things that I look forward to. You mean I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and be enlightened? And finished? I'm not going to have all the answers? I'm not going to know everything? And just be able no, to live the rest of life? Isn't life wonderful? It's beautiful. Look at Bunnies the sun. and rainbows. Everywhere bunnies and rainbows. Yes. You I'm mean there's you. a journey? We have to... Um, Experience and I, I, I tell you, I think it's very synchronistic that you're with us tonight because I think we're in sort of a period of time like that for many. We have a lot of light workers and healers that listen to our show, and mm-hmm. and many of them feel like, you know, man, I've been beating my head against the wall forever, and here we are, and, and I'm what? still freaking doing the Wait same a minute. damn. <laughs> and right, um, and it's it's. <laughs> It's important not to let that, you know, be discouraging. And it, I've heard it put so many ways is that there's always one more reflection yeah. that looks like the old one, but you got to keep your changed vibration and, and um, uh, you know, but there's people that, that really are sort of having that, you know, it would be easy to see some of the things in the news and this and that and the other thing and think, man, 
Yeah, this, all those people talking about this transition thing, they were crazy. They were just as crazy as people thought the world was right. going to end. It's here we are. i got to go to work and make the money, and then my boss is still an idiot. And and um, not that bosses are idiots, but I've had some. <laughs> I was one. Uh, <laughs> and um, I'm a recovering idiot. But um, it, 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 I think it's so important that you just keep pulling the thread. And not, yeah. you know, because it does, boy, those times, uh, I must say I have them less often now, and I'm thankful for that. But those times when it's like, oh, this is, oh, I, ah, forget it, enough, <laughs> you know, don't tell me there's one more hill to climb. Yeah, you get tired, and then, you, and then when you get tired, this is the, the thing about it, you get tired, you start looking at everybody else's life. And all the people who are just kind of all potted living, <laughs> living these kind of crazy life. You go, why the hell do they have it so easy? And I'm in, or I'm conscious, you know. Like it seems like I should have it a little easier than anyone else. But as it's not why, the case, why, why did it take the red pill? Right. <laughs> exactly. I asked that so many bloody exactly. times over the last years i even sat outside with a guy when i was working in the restaurant still and i sat outside with him dishwasher of all people i was a waitress never had a conversation with that with him about anything like that and i just looked at him and i said dude you know when you take the red pill you can't really go back from that and he's like no there's no going back you can't go back you can't untake the red pill you can't but there's been times when i would have given anything to, to puke that pill back up <laughs> well, I think it's important for it, it. You know, it sometimes comes across once we're really sort of doing our work, which for us is to come blab on the radio. Uh, but whether it's healers or coaches or teachers, uh, you know, it tends to sound to everybody like, man, they've got it together. Well, of course it works for them. Mm-hmm. They've got it together. <laughs> and they. I think it's important for people to know not that we want to magnify and extend into our future troublesome times, but it's important for people to know that it it's just not all bunnies and rainbows. It's earth. There's lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, my. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're going through the same crap. I mean, we have financial issues. We're going through problems with our relationships, our children, our moms, our daddies. We're going through these transitions just like everyone else, and it's harder on us because we know. So, I mean, not only do you have the current transition going on, you have to cuss out the grocery store clerk today, but I was having a bad day. You know, <laughs> we know better. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's consistent. It's it's something that we're going to be doing to the, to the the for the rest of our life. You know, like you said, the red pill. The red pill, and, and I'm hearing a lot of light workers talk about depression I'm hearing a lot of light workers going through this transition of I don't want to do this anymore. Like, right. when is this shit going to stop? I'm hearing that a lot. Like, I need to be on the other side with them. And I'm just like, that's not the way. But, you know, if one more hey, channel yeah. tells me that we're right on the verge of it, I'm just going to pop them in the mouth. It's, I've heard people say that. It It, it is. It's Wow. What, what is it we're supposed to be on the verge of? Now, yes, we are entering into a different time. 
But how many times throughout the history of mankind have we evolved our understanding? There's been so many different ages that, you know, we've kind of lost track. And I think that we have to keep in mind that any time we evolve our understanding of anything, especially an evolution as as powerful as this one that we're embarking on, it's going to take time to do. There's how many and billion people on the planet right now? And that's a lot of freaking minds and hearts to catch up, you know? Like The farmer does that, you know? You plant the seed, and then you get this little seedling. Look, you can kneel down, look at it. You can stare at it. You can beg it. You can shout at it. Grow. And it just, it there it sits. Now, a week a week from now, you can come back and go, hey, it's bigger. But you just about can't kneel down and go, grow. Get, what? Give me corn now. It just does, <laughs> the plant just kind of sits there and looks at you like, uh-huh. Okay, yeah, you've got issues, pour. brother. We're, we're definitely a disenfranchised society, and I say that about the light workers out here. We're kind of disenfranchised, and we're just getting to the point where people are kind of like knowing about <laughs> you know, different healing modalities and things. They're just kind of just knowing about it. And that's because they've gotten sick and tired, literally, with the pharmaceutical, you know, industries. They're sick. They're, they're fat. They're sad. Yeah. You know, they're alcoholics or drug addicts. And they're getting to the point where it's just kind of like, you know what, something's going to have to change. And so they're seeking out the alternative, which they call us the alternative, when in actuality we are the wellness. And so, you know, I think over the next, you know, I don't know, years and tens of, you know, tens of, you know, whatever years, we're, you know, people are going to really see it. But for right now, it's still the transition. It's like we're right on the edge. <laughs> you know, it's like we're right there, but we haven't quite, like, made it over the hump now. So right now, the most important or the thing that people are doing or the frenzy is the coach. I'm going to go get myself a life coach. And, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But it just seems like, you know, people don't know how to, people don't know how to fix their own problem. You know what I mean? And I say that as a person who kind of fix my own problem. We don't want to do the outside work or the inside work. We want someone else to come and, and fix us. Oh, you know, and wave and the magic that's, wand. That's Please. Give me. Yeah, that's impossible. Just tell me what's the right thing to do. I swear I'll stand on my head in the freezing rain, whatever it is. Just tell me what it is. Exactly. And exactly. it. It's why I probably don't have very many coaching clients because they well, they ask me that and I go, I'm sorry, I can't tell you. I don't know. And they go, well, if you don't know, click. And they hang, you know, Um, I can point that way, but you got to look. I don't know. The, the The best thing that anybody can ever do for anybody else is just stick with them long enough for them to figure out that they know the answers themselves. Now, that to me is a coach. You want to be a healer. You want to be a coach. That's why I like the word muse that you use so much because that's exactly the role that people should be playing in these particular times. We don't need any more spiritual leaders. We don't need any more guides. We don't need any more. There's a million different names, gurus. We don't need any more of those either. We do need more muses, though. We do need more people out there telling other people how freaking awesome they are. And don't right. don't, don't yeah. give us a new set of rules and rituals and hoo has and laws and yeah. really please. Yeah. And and yeah. and so it is. It's about that inspiration. And uh, it is. And it, it, it it's. 
even when it's really similar and you find a group of people you belong with, there's always those little, so you just don't know what it, there's always those little tiny variations and things. You just don't know what it looks like for anybody else. And that's, I think, sometimes the frustration people get with, you know, I looked at the alternative and they don't know. And I went over here and they've got a pill. And it's purple. <laughs> it's a pretty color. Uh, you know, and they've got great TV ads with little cartoon characters getting happy and no, please. <laughs> really? People? Yeah. When you were kids and yeah. you saw the stuff on Saturday morning, you were like, yeah, no, it doesn't work like that. And now you see the little cartoons and you go, yeah, I'll take the pill. Yeah. 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 It's, it's about it. But, you know, now the food and the – I mean, there's so many different variations of why it's so sick and we're just so – I don't know. It's just we're suffering. And we're, you know, the fattest country. We're the sickest country. We're the most depressed and we're the most overindulgent people that I have ever seen <laughs> in my life. Mm-hmm. And we tend to want to complain about everything instead of taking responsibility for the things that we put in our mouth, for the things that we create in our environment, including the relationships that we have with people, and for the direction that we go in our lives. We blame everybody. It's, it's the government. It's our moms. It's our dad. It's our, you know, whatever. Instead of looking at the situation as a lesson, these things absolutely happen to you to take you to the next level. Now, whether you choose to see advice or the lesson, whatever, it's completely up to you because we all have free choice. We have the ability to create whatever we want in our life, good or bad. And I don't think people really get that concept. You know what I mean? Maybe they look at it like, it's oh, it's just new agey. And there's a bunch of hoopla, and there's no, really no truth in that. But it's absolutely correct because when I talk to my clients, I go, they complain about something. I say, well, before this thing happened, you know, what led to this? Oh, well, you know, my car got repossessed. Well, what happened? Oh, well, I really couldn't afford to keep it, so I didn't pay the car. Okay, well, hello. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This happened as a residual of something that you didn't do. So why is it? the auto company or the finance company's fault that you couldn't pay or the government's fault that you couldn't pay your, your car note. So, I mean, I mean, and that's a simple example, but I mean, it's the reality. We have so much work to do as a society and it's going to take almost like a grassroots type of commitment to kind of go out and really help people that want the help. And that's the key that wants the help because you can beat somebody in the head all day long if they don't want it, they're not going to receive it, and you're just wasting your time and spinning your will. You oh know? yeah, and 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 it, and it is. It can be tough because you know, when I'm in that victim spot, when anybody's in that victim spot, somebody comes along and goes, "You create your reality." It just you either blow that off and go, "Yeah, that's right," or you do that. You you believe it. It resonates with you, and so then you use it as a club to beat yourself on the head with. Yeah, see, I created this stuff, and it sucks. I must suck, and you're just beating yourself on the head, mm-hmm. you know, or you might as well be. And um, that's why, you know, yeah, love yourself healthy. It's, it reminds me of Veronica Torres and Elohim. 20-something years they've been doing this. They only got one rule. You don't get to be mean to yourself. Mm. That's right. You only got one rule. They got right. lots of suggestions. <laughs> Ten years worth, but only one rule. You don't get to be mean to yourself, which they define as if you wouldn't say it to the four-year-old child of your next-door neighbor, you don't get to say it to yourself. Yep, um, that's, that's that's a pretty good point. <laughs> and and 
Um, and it, but it's a tough habit to break. It was a really tough habit to break for me. And, uh, you know, you beat yourself up for long enough. You just, things don't feel right if you're not doing that, seems. I don't know. It's a tough habit to break. You know, we, we are we're constantly working at it because, I mean, I know when some things don't go right for me, I tend to go, well, nothing's going right. You know, I get in the, in the frenzy. Now, the difference between me and the other person is I don't stay there. You know, you know, like I said, we go through emotion. We go through these things. We're human beings. We get mad. We get sad. We get depressed. We get, you go through. But the difference is, do you stay? How do you partner with that thing or that emotion? You know what I mean? Sometimes you have to allow yourself to feel your way through it. Oh, yeah. That's well, how to do it. Vitally, vitally important point is that people need to recognize that these emotions that we have are, are God-given right and a gift um and they should be embraced for what they are they let us know what our now moment is saying to us that's what our emotions are for there are is this a good now moment or a bad now moment gauge um and 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 just because the emotion is not the one you want or, or or because you saw the secret is not the reason that the next time you feel bad that you deny that and push it away and resist it. Right. And say, oh, no, 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 right. I I feel good. I'm, I'm creating my reality. <laughs> and Because believe me, folks, I tried that. It doesn't work. It doesn't, <laughs> it work. doesn't work. We all have. I think we, we all, all have we've, watched that movie. I mean, it's a great documentary. I think the book is awesome. I think even, you know, um, Think and Grow Rich, even the Napoleon Hill stuff. I mean, awesome, awesome works. But... There's parts of it that you have to do self-study. you got to do the work. It's not all, like that's you said, butterflies. It's not. It's just not. <laughs> that's, that's exactly it. You know, the secret is a great starting point. And that's, I, I often tell it, people that. You know, I've talked to people who have gone, oh, I saw the secret, and now I know. I can. <laughs> I can. And it's like, dude, you know. You know what? You, you saw the secret, and you cracked your eyes open a little bit and went, hmm. It's morning. The lights are on. Now you've got to get out of bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, it's it's a great starting point, and it, it can give you that, that edge to get going. But like you said, you have to do the work. You have to look at yourself. You have to... And you have to explore. You and, have to explore what works for you. Yeah, and don't get don't, don't get us wrong, folks. We're not... At least, I, I'm not saying that what what she says in The Secret is not right. It is right. But it's not just, you know, okay, well, I'm just not going to allow myself to have another negative thought and life will be bunnies and rainbows. No, sorry. <laughs> not that. Is it no, just isn't like that. Not. And, it, and it, it sounds like, at least it sounded to me and to many people when they first heard it, like that was what they were saying, was just, you know. And, and, and really, if you listen to it, don't think... Pink elephants is not the way to ensure that pink elephants aren't in your brain. Everybody thought of pink elephants. <laughs> I said that, right. and and so you know you can't not think about something. So you got to figure out how to train yourself to think differently, and that's the fun part. That's uh, important. It's adventurous. And overall, overall, you have to you have to like I said, you have to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of what we do is neglect the inner child. We don't want to deal with our family trauma that we went to when we were you know. 
10 or however long we were, we don't want to deal with the issue and with the real reason why we become sick. We don't want to deal with that thing. We take the drug or we drink or we do the drugs or we, we blame everybody else or however we choose to deal with it. And then you have something like the secret come along. You'd be like, okay, well, I'm just going to forget about it. It never exists. And that's like the very backward way of dealing with it. You really have to nurture it, that thing, and then you move on past it. And I, I found that so true for myself when I was going through transition. Although I was doing, I'm reading all these lovely books and going to all these seminars and doing all these things, I still had that underlining issue. And it wasn't until I nurtured it and you know and acknowledged it that it started to kind of be soothed. I was able to work with it differently. You know what I mean? So you can't. Right. I, I absolutely agree with you, Rick. You can't. You know. Forget about it. You can't sweep it under the rug like some dust. You can't, you know, you know. I can't even say you can't affirmation it to death. Post <laughs> <laughs> it notes all over your mirror. <laughs> it, it and and we're not saying people that you gotta have to suffer for years to. And and I do think that things are becoming easier to release and and move on past from, but. You can't release something if you don't acknowledge that you're holding it. Right. You, you you just must. And so often when you're shaking somebody else's shoulders, you're reaching across some really stinky stuff in your own lap that you're just not wanting to look at. And um, uh, so, you know, it, it, it's here. The, the mess is here. It's not over there, out there, somewhere over there. It's here. Or there wouldn't be a mess here. <laughs> it's just that simple. And it, it really hacked me off when people said it was that simple once upon a time. But it is. <laughs> um, I think we should have some healing earth prayers along those lines. A little earth prayer and a little break. A and little break we'll and, and uh, we'll come back. And uh, I do want to invite everybody to uh, call in if they would like. I've got to find, uh, well, I guess they said this old call-in number will still work. I know that the number I'm about to paste in the chat room is probably not the same one that's on the top of the page. Blog Talk is going through upgrades and transitions. They found that their old numbers are just kind of unstable now, and they had to get new ones. That's not unlike, well, new software. It mm. happens when you wake up. You get new so You want new software, you get new software, but now you got to figure out how to use it. And so sometimes you can be kind of a little useless for a minute or two while you figure that out. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Um, so anyway, this is our friend Ina V with Earth Prayer. And I'll give you her website and stuff when we get back because she's doing the exciting things with the proceeds from this song. But we'll be back in about five minutes. Stay with us, folks.
sound the way to you guys that it sounded to me because boy it sounded bad uh, more like fingernails on the blackboard something like that uh, but that was Ina B with Earth Prayer uh, great song great lady 
Uh, you can find her at www.enavie.com and uh, check out her information on the Earth Prayer Project. She's doing some exciting uh, things for the planet with the money from the song Earth Prayer. So, very good stuff. And speaking of doing exciting things, so now we've we've wandered about finding our way, and we don't know where we found our way to, but we found our way. So, because there's not really a to, that would be like a destination done thing, finished again. Mm-hmm. Er, ger. Um, so tell us a little bit more about how uh, Christy helps others now that have just decided that they're searching for their way and might need a help, helping hand because they're beating their head against the wall. They've read uh, a book or five and think they know it 100. and it's not working. Yeah, those two. <laughs> well, I mean, I you know, I'm... I think the easy way to say it is I, I meet people where they are. I meet people where they are. I mean, my job is not to um, make them do anything. So, you know, I offer a couple of different services. Of course, I mean, I can always do spiritual readings with people, which, you know, I used to work with tarot and astrology a whole lot. Um, I still do, but not as much as I used to. But so I do offer that. I do offer consultations to people, but the majority of my practice is definitely Reiki and teaching Reiki more than anything. I do a lot of healing circles, which are support groups that I do for people in the communities, for women specifically in the community. And then I also do um, a form of spiritual uh, coaching or counseling called spiritual nutrition. Have you guys ever heard of that before? No, but it sounds yummy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and, and it's funny because I was, I hate the word spiritual counseling. You know, it's just like, I don't like that or coaching. And maybe it's my problem with coaching is that it's so oversaturated. Everybody's a coach. Everybody's, a, you know, so I was just like searching one day on the internet and I was just like, you know what, I like this, this spiritual nutrition. And I started looking for it and it was something out there, which is a little different from what I do. But, you know, my definition of what spiritual nutrition is, 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 um, nurturing the essence of our being holistically is kind of like a um, it's kind of like a, a sustenance that affords others the opportunity to transition from self-limiting beliefs. So I mean, pretty much, I I sit with the people. We do like a kind of a regression type of therapy, which we kind of peel away the layers, we peel away all the layers, and get to the root of the issue, and that's what we nurture. Um, so I have some some Reiki classes, like I said, I do for, and I teach for the first level of Reiki, and I do it for children, I do it for adults, so I do it for whoever wants to learn how to work with their energy and wants to learn how to work with crystals or, you know, whatever. We just kind of play and feel good about it, and, and, and all in the, and while we're dancing and playing and stuff, we're healing. <laughs> so, so that's kind of like what we're doing. But, you know, it's, it's, it's very essential like I said in the beginning, to find that thing that feels good for you. That thing that felt good for me was Reiki. That thing that felt good for me was working with, you know, energy, doing reflexology and massage and things like that. But they worked for me. That helped me nurture me. So I would always suggest by it to anyone is find that thing that works good for you, that feels good to you. For to you. And it's not about um, – piling on so many different modalities that you overwhelm yourself. It's about finding a niche or finding that routine that you can do 
um, daily. And that's what I tell my clients. It's like, you know, how do you fit in? How do you partner with yourself? What is it that you do in the morning when you get up? So a lot of what I do is help people establish routines. You know, and it's not, I'm a spiritualist. They don't have to be a spiritualist. They can be a Christian. They can be a Buddhist. They can be whatever they want to be. Whoever their God is, it's, it's all it's all God. You know, so I try to find something for them or help them find a, a, a routine or a, a practice or something that fits into their, their religious preference or their, their spiritual preference so that it feels authentic. Because that's one of the things that I think a lot of people have an issue with. And I know for me, it was, I, I couldn't say, and I do say pray, but it was just like, you need to pray five times a day. And I was just kind of like, well, you know, I actually like meditating. Well, praying and meditating is kind of the same thing. It's just kind of like a word play. <laughs> but it's just finding that thing that feels really authentic to, to them. And that's what I help my clients do. Because that's really sort of the guidepost. The compass needle is yeah. the thing that resonates with you. And... And that's why you got to be ready if you're pulling the thread for the thread to change color, because what resonates with you changes sometimes. It does. It does. You know, I think that when people feel good in, in their body and they feel good in their bodies, because I have to say that, because we're, we're more than just one body. We're physical, we're mental, emotional, we're spiritual bodies that encompasses us as this machine that we are so when you feel good in those spaces you know you don't have an issue with doing these things because it almost becomes a natural a natural thing for you to do there's no there's no no real I guess effort behind doing it's just something you kind of do like you know you get up and go to the bathroom you know it's something you need to do so you do it or you eat because it's something you need to do to nourish your body so it begins to be something so when you start to start to feel yourself feeling imbalanced you go and do that thing, whatever that thing might be, whether it's go for a walk, whether it's meditate, whether it's, you know, burn incense and chant or whatever it is that you like to do, you right. go automatically and go do that thing. Right. Poetry, paint pictures, songs. Yes. Yes. It's all therapy. It's all therapy. I mean, whatever you choose, and I think that's the biggest thing about, you know, choosing to be in a place where you're loving yourself healthy. It's not necessarily adhering to um, justification. It's adhering to those things that help your spirit or helps your soul sing. Those things that help you sing that melody, whatever it might be. You know? and that, um, that feed your soul, so to speak. Absolutely. Spiritual nutrition. Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. It's a spiritual nutrition, but in order to even get to that place where you're you know, providing that sustenance for your body or for your bodies, you have to first get rid of all the garbage. You know, I, I, the best way that this is the best analogy that I give is like, have you guys ever watched Hoarders? You ever right. watched yeah. that show before? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you watch Hoarders. And, you know, you have all this stuff that how you have on the outside. The houses are gorgeous, you know, in some cases. And you, you never know. In a million years, you walk in that door, and it's like trash on top of trash on top of trash. There's books, there's strollers, there's everything, food, there's dogs, cats, I mean, whatever. In that in that area, how do you put something else in that building or that house without taking something out? You know, and that's just kind of like the thing that makes the most sense to me. 
I can't fill my body or my bodies with something else until I get rid of something because I'm overwhelmed. I have too much. So I need to maybe get rid of that that story or that feeling, that emotion that I've been holding on to for so long that hasn't given me the power or the opportunity to move forward in my life. Something's going to have to go. And I think in some cases, people get really content with stress and people get really content with the imbalance because it kind of becomes a part of them. They possess it. Familiar suffering. Yes. So much better than the unknown. Yes, absolutely. Where we picked up that idea, don't know. I would blow it up if I knew. (laughs) But no, it, it, it. It's an idea that floats around out there in this society, and it's just not so. It's not. It's and it's not natural. Stress is not a natural phenomenon for our bodies, you know, and that's why we have such a hard time dealing with it because it's not natural, you know, and that's actually what creates the disease in our bodies is stress, you know. if you, I mean, and that in the food, I mean, there's other characteristics too, but I mean, from the majority, it's stress. It's not caring for yourself. It's, it, it, it's, there's a real reason, people, that it, the word is dis ease, mm-hmm. as in lack of ease, <laughs> as in not ease. It, that's all. It's stress, it's lack of ease. And I told, I told Jean just the other day, she was talking about feeling better. And I said, your body's, I know your body's going to be better, whether it's a week or a month. Or, I know your body's going to be just perfect because your mental and emotional countenance is just beautiful, full of energy, just mm-hmm. bouncing around. Just, and if you can just hold that and maintain that, your, your physical body doesn't have really sort of any option but to follow your mental and emotional electromagnetic self, this bigger self that you are. Um, you know, it's funny. But what I like, find interesting, though, is that, is that the relationship between the two. I mean, really, because if you think about it, I'm feeding my physical body the stuff that it needs in order to heal itself and as a result, my emotional and mental state has improved vastly and rapidly. And before more we so found this, my physical body has this food. So we did some cleanses, like got rid of some stuff. It's like this intricate relationship between the two, and that's why I love the fact that she uses the word body. Yeah, because it's all me. because. Yeah, well, I mean, cause it, but it, they're interconnected, you see, and you can't really treat one without the other. Right. Um, and and it's not. You can try, yeah, but I that's just that more imbalance. Yeah, I don't believe that it's healthy to try to treat one without the other. I mean, certainly, it's taken me how many years of journeying to get to the point where I'm now dealt with a whole bunch of the emotional stuff, where I'm prepared now to fixed and to heal my physical body to keep up with the fact that I've fixed some of the emotional stuff but as I'm fixing the physical now the emotional is improving even more so it's a you know you talk about that snowball of getting more and more sick um that's such poor grammar but well <laughs> there it is um but but we talk about that snowball effect you know 
especially for people who have illnesses, you are in pain today, so you don't sleep well. So tomorrow you're more tired, so you're in more pain, so you don't, you don't sleep well. well. So, so, so you don't eat well, and then your body gets worse and worse and worse. Okay, but it happens in the other direction as well. That snowball help in, happens. Believe it or not, the snowball does go uphill because, and, and it does bring along all of the parts, so to speak. There was this emotional clearing and then feeding, and there's this spiritual clearing and feeding going on, and there, the physical will happen too. You'll just you, listen to the archives of our radio show. Of course, it's 150, 200 hours of stuff. But if you listen to the progression, the arc of this show, that's kind of what we did. was a lot of emotional stuff, and then we had physical guys come, and that went in stages, and and now here we are again. We're going back and doing the emotional again. So now that we clean the windows, there's so much more light in here. We wow, there's more stuff we can get rid of. Cool. <laughs> now it's exciting. It's like oh, something to throw away. Yay! <laughs> but it takes a while to get there. It does. It does. It takes a while for us to get there. And in the, I guess the most prevalent example of us being full of disease or toxins is looking at our physical body, because you know it gives. It's it's the, it's the last thing. You know, you start to try to feed the you know the disease or the emotion. We feed it. We 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 have all of these different toxins in our food sources. We don't. Um, take responsibility for the things that we eat. We don't get enough sleep. You know, so our skin's are breaking out or looks gray or our hair falls out or whatever the case may be. And it's just that a lot of us put a, give a lot of power to external influences. And it's the same thing when it comes to our spirituality and our mental, emotional, um, you know, um, selves. We're codependent in so many different forms. Um, it's no different from me being sick and instead of me trying to figure out what the issue is myself. I mean, of course, if you're chronically ill and you get to the point where you're really sick, then, of course, you go see a doctor. But when something's perpetuating and it's still to the point where you can still deal with it, the first thing we do is I'm going to go get to the doctor and the doctor can't do anything for you other than prescribe you a pill. Because yeah. he's not living in your body, or she's I'm in, not living in your I'm body. I'm in chronic pain, so, Doc. I, mean, we I get can so barely go to work. My, my, my lower back's killing me. I just can't sit in the chair at the office. And that's yeah. all they got for you because, you know, I mean, unless you broke your back or something, and then they'll really mess you up. But, but, but I mean, even at that, from experience, you can break your back, and they can give you, they can give you their Band-Aid solutions. But it... It, it there's more to it than just the pill, and the That's pill it. to me That's is a it. mask, and 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 that goes to our spiritual lives, our emotional lives, our our mental lives, our, and our physical lives. The pill, or you know, I hate to say it, but sometimes just going to church is a mask. It's it's this band aid solution that we put on to a much deeper. Problem because we're not willing to look in the mirror and take the steps that we need to take to and, and, to find our true self and, and to what are the biggest that. selling medications that they got going obesity diabetes yep. and depression well these mm-hmm. are pills and things that are designed to let you live with feeling horrible I don't really subscribe to that 
policy. I don't want something that's going to help me live horribly and feel oh. horribly and just make me not care that I feel horribly. I'd like to feel better, please. Thank you. And that takes right. a little that takes a little work. It's kind of like, I don't know, one of those weight loss workout shows. You got to do a couple push-ups. But it's not hard. Yeah. I mean, it's hard, but it's not hard. It's just, you know, you but you got to do it. You got to pick up the broom and sweep out the house. Well, I honestly yeah. believe though that if you if if you're if you really really want a solution, if you've come to the point in your life, and I think every single guest we've brought on the show has has proven this to be a truth, that if you want to change your life, all you need to do is ask mm-hmm. for the assistance that you need to change it, and that assistance will come. Be it. Um, answers for your health or your your emotional state of being or your spiritual needs, those answers will come. And and like you said, it's not the answers are going to be there and everything's going to be bunnies and rainbows and there I'm done my journey and yay, it's all over, it's good. Life is wonderful. If that's not why we came, we came for the experience. So we continue to have that experience. It's a progression. It's growth. It's expansion. It's it doesn't stop. Yeah, I absolutely Thank agree with that. It, it doesn't stop. It's, but we we learn how to partner with ourselves every time. I mean, the whole idea is to get up, you just, you know, your pants legs off and you continue to go. And it is about perseverance. And I know that perseverance just gets tiresome. You get sick of it. You know, because it's like, damn, I want, you know, I want to get to that point where I'm actually like, yeah, you know, <laughs> not, oh, there's something else going to happen. So, I mean, I guess the easy thing to say is to prepare for it, but actually the easy thing to do is learn how to receive. You have to know how to allow. Because for everything that we hate, we always get something more, whether it's material or, or not. We get something more, whether a lesson or it could be something tangible. But we have to learn how to re- release. And that's one of the things that's really prevalent in our communities is we want to take ownership of every, everything is ours. We possess everything, the people in our lives. We possess our material things. We possess everything. We overconsume and then get mad when something leaves. And, you know, it's like the old adage, if you love something, you let it go. If it come back, it's yours. And, and that's exactly how we're supposed to live in our existence. It's not necessarily about possessing stuff. It's, you know, making it yours. It's about yeah. admiring it and loving it and, you know, appreciating that thing. Even in relationships, when you in relationships, people will get upset because they they feel like they can't own you anymore or that you're not there anymore. It's not necessarily about you leaving. It's about the fact that they feel you're not going to be there or you're not, they don't own you no more. And, they you know, said, that's come, not- sit, stay, and you got up and wandered off. Exactly. So, I mean, one of the greatest lessons, because I'm one of those people who like to hold on to everyone, the people that I love in my life, I don't want them to go. I'm, I'm having, you know, my son's getting ready to turn 18, and I'm just kind of like, he's going to leave me You know, so, so I've had to That's learn how to allow him to grow, allow him to grow without me. You give them permission to grow, and so in that way, you give everything permission in your life to grow without you, and you accept it. You accept it, whether it's your, you know, your health. We always transition. We're always moving. We're ebbing and we're flowing. And our bodies are changing. And now we have to learn how to partner with our health. 
So, you know, whatever that thing might be, maybe um, doing a rigid or, you know, a rigorous workout isn't for you. Do the thing you like to do, dance. I turn on the music in my house and just dance for an hour. That's a workout. You know? That's a workout. And, and it's, it's workout. fun. It is fun. You know, it's fun. Or I go for a walk. I listen to my music and I walk. And before I know it, I walk five, you know, uh, well, not at least two miles, you know, out and about just kind of connecting and looking at the trees and admiring the things that are around me. Because that's what you're right. You know, that's what we're here to do, experience. We're here to experience, and, you know, I think we get caught up in this mundane way of living, and we forget that we're spiritual, we're beings, we're creatures, we're here, and, you know, everything becomes the the, hum, the humdrum of life, which is, I got to go to work, I got to feed the kids, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do, and then we live in a convenient society that says, okay, go through the drive through and get everything you want, which leads to all different types of other issues in the future. You know, right. right. It's there's just not an instant just to have water answer. It's not a drive through. It's not a sprint. It's a nice jog. It's an endurance race thing, sort of, kind of. It absolutely is. <laughs> it should. You know, I, I'm just my goal every day is like I get up in the morning. <laughs> I, you know, maybe I'll meditate, maybe I'll want to do something else or eat my breakfast, but I'm my spirit. I let my spirit lead me because to me, you know, that's the most profound relationship that I have because it lives inside of me. It knows me, it knows what I dream, you know, when I get, I, I have to establish that relationship with my spirit. So that's what I do. Now that may not work for someone else, but that's what I do because I've done that work to understand what I need and I know how to listen to my body. When I feel sick in the morning, if my stomach hurts or if I have a headache, the first thing that I do is not pop a pill. Because to me, that's my body's way, my body's way of saying, hey, there's something not right here. And and, and the something not right here is not lack of Tylenol. Right. (laughs) Just not. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, sorry <laughs> to the pharmaceutical industry, but that's not it. It's, it's not. It's, you know, would would say, that's up. not it. Everything has to be quick fix for a lot of individuals, and that's well. I that's think we've been taught it. that, you know, from TV dinners and microwaves and you know remote controls and click click, have it just the way you want it, and right. it. Not everything in life, it's like the farmer with the plants. You you just can't go out there with a ray gun and, and have them be fully grown overnight. And, and, and it's probably best we don't do this genetically engineering thing that makes them grow in half the time either. It, yeah. Plants need to grow. Children need to grow. Adults need to grow. It's just yes. what we do. Yes. And, uh, yeah. uh, and you can have some really beautiful flowers in your life if you don't try to make the seedling bloom on day one. It's just not going to do it. So all you're going to do is just be not happy about it. Right. You know, we, 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 have, we have so many resources in our community 
And I, I don't think that people really understand how important it is to, to go to your local source of organic food, you know, what, what, whoever or whatever that may be, whether it's Whole Foods or wherever you might go. But it's so in, it's so important to do that thing because I don't think we understand what we eat. You know, what we eat when we fill our body or we feed our body is very essential. And, you know, we're not, like I said before, we're not just one. I'm not just a physical body. I have all these different variations of me who make me who I yeah, am. Yeah, because there's the light workers out there that have been working on their insides so long, and but they hadn't been taking care of their outsides so much, their physical bodies right. so much. But then you got these people. you got these health food crazies that, I mean, their bodies are just, you know, looking tip-top, and they're losing their minds mm-hmm. because they don't ever do anything for the rest of themselves. So it can go the other way around. You know, you got to feed, you got to try to balance out and feed the parts of you. And it's just, it's just natural. When you eat food, you don't say, okay, this is for all of me except my left foot. I'm not happy with you today. No food for you. (laughs) Off to bed with no dinner. So you can't do that with your beingness. You, 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 you are emotional. You will not feel like bunnies and rainbows 100% of the time, probably ever. But you don't have to feel mm-hmm. like garbage either. You could be, you know, Jean said, you know, I used to, every few days yeah. you'd just crash. You'd be in a bed. You couldn't get up from the fibromyalgia. And yeah, okay. In the 16 days I've been taking this sea veg, I've had two days when I was kind of tired. Okay, well, you could take that, that the same cycle is happening, but she just didn't go so far down. Because she went so much farther up when she went up. And that's kind of the way it works. There's an ebb and flow and a you gotta love yourself enough to let yourself. You gotta well, you love know, yourself that, I mean, enough to allow yourself to be how you be today. And which, that's why I said I don't think that I think that, you know, it, it goes it's it's cyclical almost because if I hadn't have taken the emotional and spiritual and mental journey down the path that taught me to allow myself to rest when I need to rest, which is to say we do not have to be busy little beavers every day. If you get up and you don't feel like doing anything, don't beat yourself up about that. Just don't do anything. There's a reason why you're not doing anything. Maybe tomorrow is going to be an insanely busy day and you need that energy. But you don't know that. All you know is that right at this moment you don't feel like doing anything. So honor that feeling and don't do anything but we don't allow ourselves to do that in today's society and we push we're constantly pushing and pushing and, and pushing. If you say, i have to go here i have to do this i have to 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 no you don't have to do anything and if you say you well I, should I, I, honor I, I, spirit. I have to go to my job or i can't look okay so you got to go to work today but don't volunteer to do 10 other things allow for right. the fact that you're not at your best and and look, I'll do that with people right through to this day. It's time to have one of these teleconference meetings, and I'm just uh, not feeling it. In fact, I'm really angry, and so I can't do this right now. That is so much better than just going ahead and doing it and then biting everyone's head off and then trying to figure out later how to put oh, yeah. it back together. You know, it, it's just... You say, well, they might be offended. They might be. Look, nothing like they're going to be if you stay there and bite their head off. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, I, but that's, so that's you've got part to of that. partner with yourself. You love yourself. You allow yourself to be. 
who you be, when you be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to okay. live authentically. As as we mentioned earlier, um, we have Legion podcast listeners. There's like 1,500 of them every week. So uh, we've been talking about Love Yourself Healthy. That's the website. It's loveyourselfhealthy.net. Um, and that's where you can find Christy and all the information about how she can help you out. If she's made your spidey sense tingle at all, get there, go visit, and and see what's pulled the thread. Um, and um, you're also on Facebook. I am. Um, Facebook.com, Love Yourself Healthy. And um, then radio. Yep, that's that's broadcasting tonight. Actually, um, I have thirty minutes in between this show and my show. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Well, everybody okay. got time to get up tonight. and make yourself some refreshments and run by the washroom and walk the dog, and then <laughs> you get right back in here to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Love Yourself Radio, and uh, check out Christy's show. And uh, there's a one-two for you: Everyday Connection and Love Yourself Radio. That's a nice night. Sounds to me. Absolutely. All right. Oh, I'm calendar person. Yeah, your calendar guy, 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 guy. I swear Uh, the song was about calendar girl. Oh, (laughs) here we go. This Thursday. Next week. week? I'll do the calendar next week. I'll do that next week. Maybe. Um, This Thursday. At uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, usual, same bat time, same bat channel. We have Darius Garrett joining us. Darius is one of the original Freedom Writers, co-author of the book that was made into the movie that some of you may have seen called Freedom Writers. Uh, Writers with a W. and uh, Writers with a pen. Writers like these (laughs) authoresses that I am on the radio with, blessed to be with. Authoress as, however is the plural of authoress. There you go. How's that? Um, That's related to I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because it could be one of those weird ones like author I or, you know, Kleenex, Kleenexes, I don't know. But so join us Thursday night as we welcome Darius Garrett to the show. And uh, thank you so much, Christy, for sharing your story and your time with us. Absolutely. Oh. I appreciate you guys, both of you. Thank you for having me. And uh, um, check out Christy online and check out her radio show. Big loves to everybody. We'll see you Thursday night, but until then. To yourself, to our planet, and to each other. You all need to stay connected. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night, everybody. We hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, visit our website at everydayconnection.me. And please like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Think you might miss an episode? No problem. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection.
So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.